Okay, so let's、so、stop. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Parenting Unknown Podcast. My name is Matt. Thanks again for listening for another week. I do appreciate everybody tuning in and downloading every week. All those of you who are doing it, those of you who are listening from out of state, out of country, I do appreciate everything. And hopefully, I keep doing this. I mean, what what else can I say? I'm enjoying doing it right now, so I'm gonna look forward to doing it as much as I can, much as possible. But with the way things I'm recording, it allows me to. Record two or three episodes in a night because I, you know, I've always wanted to do like this fifteen twenty minute format only because it's good for you because you get a quick listen. Whether you like some stuff or not, that's cool. It allows me to give a somewhat focused, detail orientation of what I wanted to talk about because I do tend to go off topic certain times. Oh, not not just on here, but like just in life in general. So I could be talking about one thing and then get sidetracked, and like an hour later, I go back to what was I talking about? And I know that's a fault of mine, whether you think it's a fault or not. But just on a little personal thing, I kind of want to keep staring in one direction. So write stuff down; it keeps me grounded in what I'm talking about. And I, I'm enjoying these fifteen twenty minute episodes. And of course, the past couple of weeks or Whenever this comes out, the episodes have been you know a little longer than twenty, and that's okay. I don't, I really don't pull myself into that exact time frame. Just you know, in general. But for this week's episode, I want to talk about if you haven't seen the title already, is be a man. And what's the first thing you think of when you hear this phrase? Complex? Is it an old school way of thinking? Is it a characteristic way to label what a guy should do, or what a male should be? And let me tell you. The only reason I'm talking about this right now has—I was never going to do an episode about this because I felt like it was nothing to talk about. But I had an interesting conversation with my father-in-law about this and how to be a man and what he thinks a man is. So it got me thinking. In traditional terms, a man is supposed to be very masculine, works on cars, handyman, supports his family, and to be a man, you're expected to do all these things: work all hours of the night. Live life pretty much that way until you stop.、Uh, maybe at the same time, pick up a habit or two along the way from my experience of what I'm seeing. But is that the way of thinking now in 2021? And I'm not talking about gender. So please, if you're trying to like tie this into gender talk right now, it's not the not the discussion. And what I described from above is just what I've been shown as a kid. The examples that I've been led and actually been told to by different family members, my biological fathers mentioned this, and what has it got everyone that I looked at? Again, to a little bit later. So let me ask you: Some of the male figures in your life, did you know friends, family, strangers? If any of those people don't have any of these characteristics that I've described up, you know, earlier, are they a man? So of course, me and my father-in-law get into it. And first off, I have no interest in doing labor such as like tearing apart houses or working on cars. Just I have no interest in it. I don't want to do it. People that love doing it, all part to them. I respect that. I just don't like it. So my father-in-law asked me if I would help him tear down his garage if he would ask. 
And I said no. And that kind of shook him. Shook him to his inner core like I just said something blasphemous or something. And he looked at me for a second. He's like, what do you mean? Like, so if I asked you to come help me out, you wouldn't come help me? I said no. And all he replied was, so let me ask you. And then right then and there in my head, I said, you know, here we go. And I don't know where this conversation was going. I had an idea, but it started off with, do you like work? And I looked at him like I wanted to laugh because I know he was being serious, but I knew where he was coming from because different generations of thinking have different beliefs, have different commons and have different ways of how you should be as a person, individual or as a collective. And then by a couple of minutes, it followed, do you know, do you want to be a man? And then it came with, well, what hard jobs have you done? Like backbreaking ones. And my answer was, none of my jobs are hard. He said, what? Like, yeah, I confused him. And of course, at this point, I knew what he was getting at. And I just wanted to lure him. I just wanted to lure it out of him to actually say what he was thinking. So what it came around to, in order for me to be a man, I have to work my hands and join in doing manual labor, supposedly. But if you know me, you know I could give two shits about the old school way of traditional. And if you know me, I could give two shits if the old school traditional male hits me with one of these lines of question. I just grew up different. Plain simple. I just grew up different and grew up way different. Actually, so to be honest, I just grew up different. Nowhere near cars. Nowhere near wanting to be a football star. Actually, my father did play football and the way he talked about it, that was like the best part of his life. And it's kind of sad, like, that really, that's the best part. And I'm standing right here in front of you. Mm. <laughs> you know, different examples like that throughout the years. It just never, it was a put off. And just to be honest, like, the whole car thing, the whole having to be strong and tough for every single damn little thing you do. I just thought it was played out. So he gets talking. And what it came down to was he thought that on the outside, from his perspective, all it would do at home is really much it's pretty much just watch tv with the kids hang out live my best carefree life while my wife works i think i've talked about this in other episodes about this kind of misconceptions when it comes to stay-at-home dads and i got hit with it I really got hit with my own father-in-law i know he was asking me if i knew what hard work is and how i done it and why wouldn't i do it right now so there's a little back and forth of me answering questions him questioning me and then I told him what I actually do. I mean, I don't just sit around at the home, at home, watch TV, watch sports all day. I cook. Well, what you could call cooking. Um, I clean. I keep the kids busy. We do schoolwork. I make sure that our house is good for my wife. Doesn't really have to worry about anything once she's at work. So once she's there, she could just focus on work, get home safe, do her job, and come home back to us. Pretty standard, right? I mean, anybody who does stay home with their kids, you know what a job that is in itself. It's far from a vacation, even when you earn your days off. Never. <laughs> uh, you know, but I do side jobs. I make logos. I help, you know, building websites. And my, but my main focus is on the kids. And, you know, we as parents, we want to make sure that we get the kids in their attention when they need to in the younger years, especially something that we've lacked personally. Well, I, for me personally, I felt that as a kid, I was more or less on my own, left to get raised by Sesame Street and the TV and whatever they taught me in school. Nothing really much of a home uh, parental teaching in those years. But you know what? 
honestly, I just don't trust the school system to watch our kids. And let's be honest, what what is school now if COVID hasn't exposed it this past year? It's a big daycare at this point. Our teaching lacks true education and what we actually need to learn in this life. And till this day, if 80% of what I've learned in school, what I was taught, I never really have to use it in real life. So personally, I think if parents, if we're capable to teach your own kids, I would say do it. It's rewarding. It's ensuring that your kid gets the attention that it needs. And the only argument for like homeschooling really that I hear from people left and right is about kids socializing. Heard it. Don't matter. Nobody cares. Things don't go that way. And it's just one of those big stigmas that just lingers around. But, and you know, just in general, people have been teaching other people's kids for the longest. So why continue that? Why not take control, take charge and take care of your own kids? If you can't, I know there's a lot of people that they can't because let's face it, we all got to work. We all got to pay bills. And unfortunately, some of us that want to be with our kids, we just can't. And that sucks. Not our faults. Is it the way systems designed? Is it the way the outcome of how we go to school, what we learn, what we teach, what we go to college for? I don't know. I'm not here trying to fault anybody who has to put their kids in school. I've been in school. I came out fine. I didn't like it. But now that I have a chance to do something different, something that I feel that could be more positive in the kids' lives, then we're taking we're taking charge of that. So, of course, I've told them all this in our conversation. I'm not just talking about it, you know, on a side note. I told them all this in our conversation. And then my wife's listening right there, and she throws in that our four-year-old is reading, and the two-year-old is not far behind from that. And he was shocked. And that split second, his tone changed. Like, he knew, and he realized that he overassumed. And you know what? I told him, honestly, that's fine, because... He didn't know because we don't tell our business to everybody. Yeah, if you know, you know. If and if you're hearing this podcast, well, it, it is kind of everybody, but more or less on family side. I mean, we tell our in-laws certain things that we do, but for the most part, it's just you know we're alive and well. Especially with my father-in-law, there's not that much of a personal deep connection with them. I think you say the respects there. I've known him for what the past. 12, 13 years. So it's the respects and all that there, but like a personal connection, we're just two different, two different peoples, two different interests. Obviously, there's some common grounds that we could talk to and get a, get along over with, but pick up the phone and okay, hey, guess what I'm doing today? It's just not that kind of relationship. You know, and then he explained himself that he meant no offense. He just wanted to, you know, see where, and I stopped him. I stopped him. I, well, I tried to. And I told him, there's really nothing to say that could offend me. I know my truths, and I know people speak about speculation, but there's no offense. He had an opinion, and I told him that, you know what, for your opinion, I respected it. No harm, no foul. But it just got me thinking. We grew up this notion that a man, not a father, has to be hardworking, long hours, works on cars, gets dirty, loves sports, drinks beer, can build a house with their hands. And it's funny, right? But I know most... Most of this could be seen as silly banter, but based on my father-in-law, what he thought and other whispers that I've had, you know, in my ear growing up and what I was told, it, it's supposed to be the blueprint into the how-to um, to be a man. But it is kind of 
comical to see where most of the examples that I've seen have ended up. And it's brutal, but everything that I've described as a quote-unquote man it's, has led to being dead, jailed, called deadbeats. They've been divorced, having multiple families, huge mental illness problems. And a lot of those especially go unchecked and leads them to drinking and drug abuse. Christ, I had an uncle who, he did so much coke, he got in a fight one day. Because once he got to the point where he calls himself the devil, but in Spanish, El Diablo, <laughs> once he got to that point, you knew that it was bad. And he got in a fight one day at a bar and they stabbed him like five, six times where he should have bled out and died. But he had so much drugs in his system. It kept him alive to allow him to walk to the emergency and get stoned, you know, stitched up. And he had all this description of what, what it is to be a man. You know, the traditional sense of you ever, ever been told. I don't know how this is with females. Obviously, I'm not a female and I haven't been told anything how to be a woman. But as for the men's side, there's a little bit of a pressure in the old traditional sense. And he had all those characteristics and that life that I personally didn't want to want to repeat. I mean, I love the guy. He was my uncle. But at the same time, like, see what I do. Don't do what you see, pretty much. That makes any sense. <laughs> But, you know, if we don't know our own history, where we come from, or in this case, we wouldn't see something that it's not right, all we would do is repeat it. So seeing my uncles get high on coke, PCP, drugs, fight, if I thought there was no other way around it, I probably would have been caught up in the same mix to, to say, like, you know, that's all I've learned. This how it should be, so why not be that? I mean, so tell me, what's... What's really the right way? And as of September 2016, I'm a father now. And with that being said, the well-being of my kids come first. So all the other stuff just seems meaningless. All the attacks of being a man, attacks of your manhood, they really have no value to my emotions. But it does trigger a few people, and because that's just how they were raised. So they see another male that doesn't line up accordingly they think less or they'll think they're feminine they'll think they're gay or a little you know a little off or something in in their heads but you know what there are guys who step up they find a balance to either knowing or unknowingly make the change and break that that typical binds i mean for an exact definitions of what it means to be a man that title i think is changing ever so often in the new world and what I am now, how I was raised goes against the traditional aspect of it. But when you're part of a culture that drills the notion of being a man and what you should do, it makes you feel like you have to be this way. And if you're not, you're shamed into feeling that you're lower. And I speak on this personally because it's have happened to me before. In school, during school, after school, what my father-in-law was leading to pretty much. And I, honestly, I really didn't take no offense to our, our conversation because he just didn't know. And yeah, you could speculate, you could talk your own shit and jump to your own conclusions. But in reality, he just, he didn't know and he was speaking out of something that he was taught and how he was grown up. And you can't really fault somebody like that. I mean, I don't, I didn't. I mean, I want to see him again this upcoming week. I'm not going to have any ill will or anything like that. I mean. But you know, some people do. Some people take giant offense and it 
just puts a wedge in the relationship. And I got into the point where now these words are just words. And if you don't know, it's always good to educate, ask questions, and hopefully the other person that you're talking to doesn't take it as an initiation to fight or to argue or something like that. You know, we could be adults, learn from each other, pass down knowledge, switch knowledge, but I'm just fortunate in this sense. You know, but one of the problems is that we're so fixated on living on others' expectations, others' ideas, other viewpoints. And for me, I love music. I love art, I love film, and I love flowers. By traditions, I would already be looked at as not a man, probably gay, probably something like that. But as a man, definitely not. You know, but why is that so bad? Is it so bad that I'd rather go to a museum than a baseball game? Is that another strike against me? And it's kind of still pointless and stupid to think this way. You know, that measuring stick that we men throw on ourselves, it leads to, you know, depression, anxiety, suicide of men that nobody talks about. And why does nobody talk about it? Because as men, we're told that we need to take our feelings, suppress them, and be strong. Suppressing is being strong, not dealing with the facts, not opening up, not asking for help isn't strong. Sucking it up is walking it off. That's what we're taught. That's exactly what we're taught. I'm pretty sure at one point in our lives, we had this deal. We had this uncle, our fathers, our friends, dads who have came up and told us this. And what their excuse is or what they say is that it, it teaches us a lesson. Yes, it does teach us a lesson to bottle everything up and wait for that anger to come out and whatever point that it may come out or we just drink it away. And it's not needed. It, it really isn't. And guys have to take a collective stance and open up their minds to what they're taught in a traditional sense of, you know, what, what is reality. It's okay not to like what others have taught. It's okay to show emotion. It's okay to show love. And it's okay to stand up and defend what you believe in. And what my conversation with my father-in-law has taught me is that we men still have a lot of growing up to do. Not individually, but collectively. And these walls, these barriers, these generations are little by little slowly getting shorter and shorter. And we're going to be able to kind of mesh them together and figure out what works and throw out what doesn't. What's old, mix up with what's new. Find some kind of come around so we can propel ourselves to go forward. And, you know, open up these conversations can make us think. Because when his face changed, I knew. And realized that he overjudged. And it was just something for something that he didn't know. It's easy to assume, but it takes work and willingness to listen. Now, it's easy for me to just assume and, you know, assume stuff about him. You know, he was in the gang life. He did things. He said he didn't want to or regrets or anything like that. But, you know, that's, that's his life. Who am I to judge? I do get his viewpoint, but that's just how he was raised. That's how he was taught, and that's how he was shown. You can't really fault somebody, like I said, for doing that. And as if for myself, when I'm asked if I'm a man, I usually respond with a laugh. I mean, don't focus on definitions. You do what's best for you and what's best for your family. Don't let the constructs of an unwritten rule get in the way from seeking help, asking questions, being open. There's a switch in the workforce where 
males are starting to become more of the stay-at-home dads. And more women are actually taking higher paid jobs to take care of their family. So situations are different now. Things are changing and the world is changing. And I mean, personally, I was affected from COVID and what we've seen, the opportunity to take this as a new trial, and we did it. I was at home with the kids 99.9% of the time. And honestly, my wife loved it. But I assure you that when it came time to, she asked if I was okay, it was okay with me staying at home. We did the pros and cons. Obviously, finances is the number one thing. Some of the side jobs that I do, it works perfectly fine. And you know, it's just not just me. Many men are in the same position. And time to training and our outlooks on traditions, they need to be updated. So for this question of what it is to be a man, I honestly don't have the answer for it. I really don't care for the answer for it. So for this question of what it is to be a man, do I have the answer? No. Do I want an answer? Not really. I'm not going to allow myself to get in my head over a silly question. Times change. We're moving forward. I love my wife. I love my family. They love me. It's all that matters in the end. So if I can leave you off with anything, don't let yourself get down over definitions. Don't let yourself get over traditions. So long as you're doing good, so long as you're happy, so long as you can find some kind of peace, some kind of way to move forward, be kind to others, be kind to yourself most of all. When I get, why get held down by a definition? Just do you. Thanks again for listening for another week. And until next time.